0: We think it's going to be called the Wikicast we or think something so. like that. Yeah. Um, the point of this is it's going to be a podcast where we go on onto Wikipedia and click the random article button, mm-hmm. and then we just ramble. It's like a tour guide with like outsiders. Welcome
1: to the best of the Wikicast Year One. Hello, I'm Dan. I'm Simon. And this is the Wikicast, a podcast where Wikipedia takes us to a random article each week and we talk about what we find. Simon, what are we talking about this week?
0: This week, Dan, we're talking about Krauschwitz. Cook and Becker. Tecmo Super Bowl Two Special Edition.
1: Chair. Brackets. Sculpture. Mine Sh-
0: Shmuryov.
1: I'll be the tornado. <laughs> okay okay okay, okay choose no. to
0: identify as a jet fighter history of rail transport in mozambique 2001 a space travesty data tech data tech <laughs> <laughs> DataTech Limited, also known as DataTech Group, is a Johannesburg, South Africa based multinational information and communications technology, brackets ICT, solutions right. and services group. The company's DataTech Financial Services and Analysis Mason, which provide financing, telecommunications, media and technology, and consulting services. Hmm. It is the most boring company I think I've ever heard of in my entire life.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm pinching myself just to stay awake here.
0: Okay, so we haven't always had the most interesting articles, but over the past year we've had some pretty great moments. Because after all, the show is much more than just Wikipedia. You've got me, you've got Dan, you've got our guests, and of course we have you, our fans, who write the weirdest goddamn fanfictions, and yes, they're gonna be included in this episode. In this special episode I've edited together some of our greatest hits, except they were never. That great to begin with, so these are our hits, I guess. Unfortunately, Dan's on tour, so we can't be here. But I thought instead of not releasing anything this week, like we normally do, this would be a fun compilation to put together and do a few little intros for celebrating the past year. So to begin with, here are some of the best bits of just Dan and I. I was thinking, you know how Gimli, as in the, from the Lord of the Rings, it's a Scottish dwarf. Oh, sorry, I thought somewhere. you meant
1: that other Gimli. <laughs>
0: Um he, he, he the dwarven accent is generally regarded to be Scottish,
1: right? I beg your pardon, say all that again, I wasn't listening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um the dwarven accent is generally regarded to be Scottish, right? Mm, yes. Um it's like we're very dangerous over short distances, that kind of thing. I was imagining how funny would it be if all the dwarves were Welsh? Yeah. <laughs> like... Is this belief there are no dwarf women?
1: They just spring out of holes in the ground. With my bow, my sword, and my sheep.
0: (laughs) We dwarves are natural sprinters. (laughs) Very dangerous over short distances.
1: I'm the only gay dwarf in the village. We've sent Frodo to his death. (laughs) Okay. I'm sorry for every all, all Welsh listeners we do have a bit of a habit of picking on you it's because we love you, we yeah. love you the most Never thought I'd side by side with an elf At <laughs> <Like, laughs> the moment Welsh Gimli is my
2: favourite
1: thing That's now downstairs, the HomePod or they had one on the launch day downstairs so working up on the Genius Bar, which is on the top floor we'd be shouting down from the balcony and be like Hey Siri, play cha cha slide and get all the other employees working downstairs to like start dancing around with customers. Oh, <laughs> I was oh. waiting for it. I was yeah. waiting for it. Now playing cha cha slide. Oh. And <laughs> we're gonna let it play for six. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Okay, that's quite enough. Oh, that.
0: amazing! That's um, phenomenal. Presumably, I'm not on speaker, right?
1: No, sadly not. Oh, damn it! Because um, I know what you used to do. Yes, I used to tell Siri to search for child porn so it would appear on your Google <laughs> history. Yeah, you are a sick and twisted man. I'm a good friend. It's quite I funny though because I, I clearly I had some I must have had some drinks a while ago. Kind um, of shock horror, um, <laughs> and um, uh, I, I unwittingly set my nickname to my prince. So I asked it a question the other day when I was demonstrating at my, the, what the Siri function does on the, <laughs> on the Genius Bar in an appointment. I said, yeah, like, look, you can tell it to set a timer. And interestingly, if that time is like for three minutes um, in the morning or like before 10 o'clock, Siri will assume that you're cooking an egg because that's the most common thing. And it was around that time. And I was like, so, and I'm not going to say the <laughs> bit because my phone will go off. Um, but I said, set a timer for three minutes and... Uh, siri replied with um okay my prince enjoy your eggs like, oh, <laughs> f- that's <was> really <laughs> embarrassing we, um, we definitely said it to worse than that before we I didn't oh we we've call- d- we've set it to to category category c swear words yeah
0: yeah i think i think specifically we, we were like uh, okay call me <laughs> destroyer mm. <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for that to go off in public and it never did yeah. if you were to have a sitcom made about your life what would it be It'd be, like, it'd be like, I'm imagining like the soft focus, like you only you're in focus as you walk into like the Apple store and it's like, meet Daniel, the newest yeah. employer, the Apple store in Exeter. He's got a dark secret. <laughs> I'm actually just a bunch of mice in a human suit. Yeah, it's it's true, it, it's true. And it zooms into your head and it's just a bunch of mice. It's not yeah. even like they're organized, it's a thriving it's a thriving mass of mice, like thousands of them, all pressed up against each other.
1: It would all it would all also be incredibly um symmetric in 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 shot like i'm thinking where's anderson-esque because then it also means i can i can wear the clothes that all the all the people wear in where's anderson films which is just the coolest thing ever yeah um
0: so we've got this ultra stylish thing but then on the inside it's just i don't know why you're just you're a human suit full of mice
1: (laughs) I mean, it's 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 fairly accurate. Every time you walk past the cheese shop, the whole body just like shudders. <laughs> it's mm. like... It just shakes uncontrollably. It's like the effect that you get when um, characters in Harry Potter take polyjuice potion. Oh, <laughs> my skin just bubbles.
0: <laughs> all these mice trying to get out. Also explains yeah, yeah. why you hate cats.
1: True. True. You see, it, is... It's 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 all coming to light. <laughs> I am actually I am actually a mouse man.
0: And your squeaky high pitched voice. <laughs>
1: The Mouse Prince, that's what they call me. The Mouse Prince. That's also, hang on, now that I believe I am unwittingly referencing a very Potter senior year with Gilderoy Lockhart's dream oh. to be shrunk down to this to, to, and to become, the, to become the Mouse Prince. And It's very, it's a very, very weird. They did it at LeakyCon live oh, yeah. and Ivana, Ivana Lynch was in it and... Um, It's fantastic, fantastic music, though.
0: Little does he know, he's the Mice Prince. Yeah. (laughs) Like, another person who's made of mice turns up. They're like, like, we've got to send you off on this quest to become leader of all the mice. And you're like, but Mm. I'm not a mouse. And then they're like, I don't know. (laughs) They cut you. For some reason, at this point in your life, you've gone your whole life without never being cut. And then, like, they cut you, and, like, a little mouse head pops out of your (laughs) arm. And it's like, hello, governor. (laughs) I'm Lydia Johnson.
1: You're a mouse, Danny. I'm a what? (laughs) A mouse and a damn good night wager. But I'm just—I'm Danny, just Danny. Oh, well, Well, just Danny. (laughs) You are a mouse, not just a mouse, (laughs) The mouse prince.
0: Do you reckon you could have a superpower where, like, if 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 need be? Like almost like Mr. Potato in Toy Story Three, like all the mice just evacuate your body and yeah. like you're just a skin suit that falls to the ground. And then they can like go between the bars of things like prisons and they they track your skin. <laughs>
1: like... Yeah. Well it would be just like the scene where um when um Peter Pettigrew... grew uh, ch- like morphs back into his mat and he just kind of like he shrinks back into his clothes, and the clothes just fall. I always thought that effect was so cool. No, but,
0: well, I, yeah, like that, but the, instead of clothes, it's literally like a morph suit of skin. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> that's great. This is the most disgusting thing. Dan, Dan is a morph, skin, a morph suit of skin. I'd like to thank our sponsors, uh,
1: morph suits, for this episode. Oh,
0: no one would sponsor this shit, Dan. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, no. Ed has been a particularly egregious uh, breaker of rules when it comes to films. There
1: was an amazing, amazing. Are you going to talk about the popcorn incident? Uh, oh no. What was the popcorn incident? We went and saw. Now I think it was Guardians of the Galaxy, two. We were sitting in one of the. It was in view, one of the big, big screens, and we were there with quite a lot. There were quite a lot of chapel folk, and we'd seen. It was the midnight release. And we were sitting at the back, and Ed, he got up midway through the film and needed to go to the bathroom, which is another thing that pisses me off. Like, a forward plan, it's like you're going on a car journey. You we at home. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, he got out to go and to try and be, to try and like not draw attention to himself, he kind of was kind of bent quite low and kind of quickly kind of ran down the stairs in the center aisle to get out so he wasn't going to get in the way of people. What he didn't realize was because it's very dark and he can't see anything, the speed at which he was taking these stairs. Meant that if he kind of bumped into something, things wouldn't go well. And what didn't go well is that he managed to perfectly drop kick a massive box of popcorn, and what I can only describe as an explosion <laughs> on the screen. As in, people were watching, and they suddenly saw like a party popper go off, popcorn go every like he this this thing flew right the way down. <laughs> like oh, it was so funny. And then and then Ed being Ed, something like stands up. Like,
0: oh, sorry. The sound effects of him running, he's just like, oh, oh, oh it's just gone. sorry. And boom!
1: Yeah, honestly. Hot flies yep. everywhere. I remember Michael was sitting next to me and he was just like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was hilarious. crying We're going to tattle
0: tale. If we're going to tattle tale about cinema stories, we have to mention. I can't remember what we went to see. Uh, it was just the two of us, though. We went to see oh, yeah, the again. and uh, it was when we were imagine imagine there are two two sets of seats and there's like an aisle in the middle and we were sat on the uh, uh, the second set of seats as you come away from the door and so what I did was what a normal person would do which is go up the middle aisle and then just walk across but because the seats were at the far end you were like ah no Dan's smarter than that Dan's gonna go up around the back of the second set of seats and Mm. proceeded to just walk at full pace straight into the wall because there wasn't a gap between the seats and the wall. So you were just Jeez. like, yeah, watch this. This is going to be. Clear. <laughs> it was like it was a, so a, a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> the permanent representative of Colombia to the, to the United Nations is the permanent representative of the Republic of Colombia to the United Nations. Wow. Accra- I know, right? It's, it's like Fight Club. It's Accred- accredited. Accredited accredited are you
1: having a stroke mate you're right <laughs> why can't i read that accredited <laughs> accredited accredited there you it's go it's like pocketed it in uh, harry potter in the oh, yeah. Stephen Fry- yeah, yeah. okay so he uh pocketed it as i can't say it oh my god <laughs> i feel like i'm being rushed because uh, you want you want to say accredited right yeah i do
0: Okay. I just can't, glad apparently. Me, glad we cleared that up.
1: <laughs>
0: accredited. Hang on, hang, acc- <laughs> this is scintillating listening. Accredited. Yeah, accredited as concurrent non-resident ambassador
1: to the Republic of Kosovo and Montenegro. Wait, What? <laughs> This wouldn't be necessary if you just treated a block of cheese like a normal human being. What do you think, readers? Are you are you with me on this one? I did I did have somebody who we're
0: going to get onto the toast point. Somebody did tweet. Oh oh, we are definitely agreement. Don't, you're not getting because, away with that either. Right, let me let me introduce this one then, as soon as you introduce that one. Um I don't know how much of a British meal this is or if it is like a global thing. But um you call them dippy egg soldiers, don't you? I call
1: them a dippy egg and soldiers. Dippy yeah. egg and soldiers. Well, I, I just call them egg and soldiers. Because um, 'cause you're unfeeling and just generally a bit of a dick.
0: Sorry, what were you saying? The which is you boil a couple of eggs, like two, maybe, and you have bread and butter with it and the idea is that you boil the egg and you dip the bread in you might have salt or ketchup or whatever um yeah but when i was for my entire life um the way that my parents have always done it is you butter the bread you boil the eggs and that's it you know you dip the bread in the egg whereas dan
1: uh, insists that i'm doing this wrong and that you're supposed to do it as toast i can guarantee i can guarantee all you need to do to prove that i'm right which which I mean, this happens quite regularly. Whenever see what mean, this, the this, f- this is cough does is, this happen regularly? No, 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 because no, no, I haven't finished. If it's something to do with science or doing something logical, then I I rarely take cause to to question your attitudes <laughs> and and your actions when you're doing something. However, when it's something that I would, I'm going to go as far as to say common sense or <laughs> normal. Okay, so, right, so to prove my point. Go on to... Go to Google now. All right. Search in Dippy Egg and Soldiers. Dippy Egg. And and read me the recipe that you find. Now, I'm looking at Simon's face through a webcam, so I'll know if he's lying, and he won't be lying, because he will see that it's telling him to toast the f***ing bread. Uh, Hang on, these are all... Right, okay. It says here Mm -hmm. that I have network connectivity problems. Ah, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh... So you want to grate that first, (laughs) and then you want to start on your eggs. Um, I'm looking at the Jamie Oliver one here, mm-hmm. and
0: sorry, right, it should be near the bottom. Actually, hang on, I'm not. I'm literally not seeing reference to any bread in this. Oh, it says optional crusty bread, and he isn't. He isn't mentioning anything other about toasting it.
1: All right, let's find the first find result in... on Google. Is Jamie Oliver is the first result? Yeah, is it's a it me. just X or is that the one where he talks about like? Asparagus and stuff in it. Oh yeah, Carrie Anne's dippy eggs and asparagus soldiers. So, so you're already trying to? No, worm I, your... I googled asparagus dippy eggs and soldiers, and I clicked the first result. Ladies and, um, as you your told Honor, me to do. Your honour. Asparagus soldiers are not the same. Of course, you wouldn't toast fucking asparagus. Now go and find <laughs> no. a proper recipe. Don't try. I worm did out what of this. you told me to do. I googled it and I clicked the first result. Oh now you're so you're splitting hairs. You're being you're being pedantic. All right. Find delicious magazine
0: recipe. says um, toast soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Marmite soldiers. Mm-hmm. See, why don't you do that?
1: I have. To, I've not tried that, but they don't toast it. In I'd that. go as far to say I'd be less averse to you having Marmite on toast with your soldiers Ooh. than just having bread, because that is f- just. It doesn't mental. make that much of a difference. Come it's on, ludicrous! It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's of I all mean, the things the in whole, this world that you could the, p- the pick the as your battleground to style to die on. A sold uh, dippy eggs and soldiers. You've got the wa- the combination of nice warm gooey egg with crunchy warm buttery toast. That in your mouth. What you're what you're doing is you're you're ruining it. You're ruining it completely by having nice warm dippy egg, yeah, with cold already soft and now very soggy bread. Yeah, but it's it's like when you put um like use bread to mop up t- um gravy, for example. Yeah, that's completely fine because that's not dippy eggs and soldiers.
0: Yeah, but it's the same consistency.
1: It's just soggy bread, according to you. No, no. Also, it doesn't get uh, cold. I think the problem is is that um, Simon was actually a, a duck in his previous <laughs> life, and he just can't get away from the appeal of soggy bread. I did if used you, to feed ducks be... a lot when I was a kid. I, I specifically remember feeding a lot of ducks. Did you feed them toast?
0: Difficult to explain briefly. Basically, I'm having to do another long computer run this week, and when that's available this weekend, I can just go let my blood sugar... Sorry, my blood become about 70% Red Bull and not sleep. Yeah. And just go all out because no one's going to be around to take care of me or to tell me to stop. So I'm just going to continue to eat remainder of birthday cake that mum made for me and drink Red Bull. And by the time you guys get back, see just how much I could have done because yeah. there, there are two chapters which are kind of half done. Need a lot of work, but I'll get in there mm. and, and I'm going to be shattered. So basically what we're saying is this podcast is sh- it's going to be shit for the foreseeable future. Don't get your hopes up. Why on earth are we asking you for money do? on Patreon? Why? Why did we even think that for the, like fucking advertisers were ever going to want to put shit on their, their shit on this? Shit? It's going to be like a shit mountain where it's just where yeah. it's going to be a totem pole, but everything is shit. If you go from the bottom to the top, it's yeah. shit, 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 shit. That sounded like a fucking Daft Punk song because I've had to censor all those bits, yeah. and I hope you're happy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm having a fucking meltdown here. I'm moving away from the computer. Oh my god, what am I doing with my life? I've got so much (laughs) to do. Dan's crying. I'm... 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 Oh! You made it this far. Well done. You made it to the fucking Easter egg. Simon has a meltdown live on air. It's not even live. What am I doing? But... Ah! (laughs) No, I don't want to magnify my computer 200 times. Why would you do that? (laughs) Oh, fuck me, Dad. I've broken my computer. I don't even know what I'm doing.
1: Jesus wept. Yeah, he certainly did. I... I've, f- got, to at the cathedral in, I've got to be in the cathedral in an hour to do this even song thing, and I'm really excited, but I'm also a little bit absolutely terrified.
0: I've enabled magnifier mode on Google Chrome, and I have no idea how I'm meant to fix this. <clears throat> God. Oh, no, it's good. Okay, we're good. <sighs> I'm a genius, it turns out. Okay. Right, okay. so uh, to stop me, i f- hit the microphone. Sorry if that was wobbly viewers, and I'm sorry if I just had to apologise for something that didn't affect your viewing experience. I'm going to keep going in a stream of consciousness like this, and we're going to go to Correspondents Corner. Dan, what's our first email? Hurry up! Hurry up! What's our first cool. email?
1: We have our first email. Uh, hurry up! From... This isn't
0: happening fast now. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be George, done.
1: George M. Uh...
0: I'm in the house. Yes! I mean, it's... <laughs> Yes, this <laughs> I'll is, give you that This is very strange We're Dan's uh, visiting uh, for reasons which we'll come on to very shortly mm. But we're actually recording with the podcast for the first time in god even knows how long Months and months and months, and uh, months. I'll, I'll have to have a look at the pod bean uh, But I, I, I don't even when did know you, well, When did you move out? When would it have been? It would have been September 2017 Yeah so this is the first episode so in in nearly 7 months. In oh god, I think I think this might be the first time we've recorded together since episode 10. Gosh. And uh, we're now this is episode 31. Yeah, episode 31. So we're in the heavens. same room, we're using the same setup. Dan might sound a little different. I might yeah, I'm not using my uh my Rode USB. Yeah, and I'm I'm on my my normal microphone, but I, I we now have a sexy audio setup was before we'd had a really janky like everything in this podcast it was all really kind of ramshackle Yeah. Uh, and you know now I actually have Dan's audio is being beamed directly into my computer along with mine it's, it's so efficient it's, oh. it's very premium we also try to mark up to, to, to sort of show how the sausage is made mm. when we make these podcasts because we both record locally and then Dan mm. sends me his files I have to um, synchronise them and so we do well, what we do is go 3, two, 1
1: Mark. mark and oh very good yeah, uh, yes. or i'd rather have a ball of... <laughs> like he said oh very good like yeah we were really in sync then <laughs> we're together this <laughs> I, is the point i thought i don't know i wasn't expecting you to join in oh uh, there you go um it's I'm not even, even weirder to... in that i can't see you my Yeah, gusts, that's yeah. the timing's still so good
0: <laughs> that's the other thing is that uh we were so weirded out by seeing each other that we've literally erected ourselves and we also put a yeah. sheet between us yeah uh so a, be, a bed see my silhouette <laughs> Uh yeah, we're actually in bed, yes. <laughs> So we're going to do this. Uh we we put this what well, it's actually a diffuser screen uh, between us so we can't see each other No. we were just uh, to be fair, if I if, if
1: it wasn't for that, I'd just be staring at you and mm. it would be really strange. It would be weird. It makes it it makes it us kind of realize how weird it was when we first started recording this just to stare at each other while we spoke.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, as most people have in what they call a normal conversation, mm. um we, we we just I don't know we just had microphones there. Whereas this time, because there's a, there's quite a bit of distance between us. We're in yeah. my like office studio type thing, and there's like ten feet like between us. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like having a conversation with somebody that you're afraid of catching some infectious.
1: Speaking disease. of speaking of feet, all I all I'm watching at the moment is your feet. Your little just like curled up toes
0: something around. <laughs> my feet move around quite a lot when we record. Yeah, this is,
1: I didn't realize. I usually sit even if I'm sitting sitting recording at like my desk. I always sit cross legged. Yes, I noticed um, that. Actually, it's just yeah. my, my, my natural um, stance, you like. You're a supple... Mm. malleable body my nimble my nimble frame nimble limbs yeah, yeah. actually
0: the other thing we should mention is um, as well as the t-shirts um, we'll also be finally they've been sat on my desk for like a month and some of you already have them um, we'll finally be selling Wikicast um, laptop stickers hey. uh, which are really like as cameras. I should probably man. sound a little bit more exciting
2: <laughs> yeah, like, yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> that means can I have one yeah hang on I'll slide hang on. oh I'm going to go beyond the sheet everyone oh, there you go man. oh,
2: oh why have Spendies. you
0: taken all your clothes off Simon? <laughs> oh, why are you fully erect I'll... so what have you been watching Dan I just talked for, well, for ages what have you watched this is
1: the thing I'm going to level with you here I haven't really watched anything I've been very I've been I've been prepping for
0: you come in here
1: secret secret thing today on oh, the
0: day my daughter is to be
1: married you, <laughs> you, oh that's it
0: Yeah. I'm out I'm out I can't do this anymore
1: he's gone that's it That's the end everybody well thanks for joining us Um, I suppose at this point we need to formally announce the the ending of uh, the wikicast it's been a really fun journey Um, but it's just it's just not going to work because um, Dan doesn't watch enough there he is he's really good with dealing anger management he's fantastic I mean you've got to give him credit I do annoy him but he's just so good at internalising that pain and really kind of you know Keeping it, keeping it under wraps. Okay. Okay, right. Simon, so what have you watched this week? Uh, nothing really.
0: Now, over the past few months, Dan and I have been welcoming a series of guests to the podcast, and they've provided us with some of our favourite moments, such as when Dan got drunk, overslept, and nearly missed recording his own podcast. Over to Sally and I. So how tall is this hairstyle?
3: So this hairstyle is uh, 2,330 metres, or for Simon, because earlier he was describing distances in inches and feet. Honestly, (laughs) Mr. British Doctor of Physics, how dare you? It's 7,650 feet in elevation. It's a
0: perfectly acceptable colloquial unit of measurement. It's It's not... You know, sometimes it's almost okay. If someone, was,
3: if someone was, to tell you that it's two thousand meters or seven and a half thousand feet, I have no idea what that actually means. Like, I have no reference for that.
0: It's a, uh, it's a, uh, uh, what? Oh, I was going to say something really clever then, and I just refreshed my Twitter feed, and someone sent me a GIF of me uh, sledging with the caption, "When you find a nut." Which uh, just, just completely pushed any intelligent thoughts from my brain. Um, yeah, blame it on uh, oh, the yeah. GIF,
3: Simon, blame it on the gif.
0: What you were saying uh, was, um, oh yeah, it's just big, right? As soon as you say, oh, it's this many thousand units of anything. But I'm
3: I'm looking at the the map and it doesn't look at uh, the photo, sorry, and it doesn't look that big. Like I don't know how big is Mount Everest. Twenty nine
0: thousand and two feet.
3: Um, I think. Let me just bring it up.
0: Hang on. That was the initial yeah, estimate. Yeah,
3: 29, 29,029 feet. Oh, I was so How close! How
0: did you know that? I th- I
3: th- How did I th- you know that?
0: I think it was because on Twitter the other day, the initial, it was a QI fact, the initial estimate was exactly 29,000 feet, but the dude thought that no one was going to believe him. So he added two feet just to be like, to make it look more believable. So I think that's that's why that was in my brain.
3: So it is approximately four times bigger than Wilkins Peak. That's
0: still quite... So hang on, how tall was Wilkins Peak again?
3: Wilkins Peak is 29,000 feet or 8,000... No, wait, that's Mount Everest. Uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's... God, it's massive. <laughs> Wilkins Peak is 2,330 metres or 7,650 feet. Hang on, wait a
0: second. A, a challenger has appeared. Dan, are you in the call?
1: A challenger has appeared. I am here. He's oh, finally
0: made there? it. It's
3: Ollie oh, I was... I was so oh busy in, in the Apple Store, you know, that uh, I I just kind of got lost track of time. Um,
1: That's, I mean, it's literally, but, it's literally me. But then me. I had That's, to come back perfect. from the
3: library, so uh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so, right, but but I'm back in now, chaps.
1: For reference, Dan
0: Sally Sally wanted to do the whole episode pretending to be you, and I did. <laughs> I see. I really did. Okay.
3: <laughs> Where have you sorry, been? Sorry, I just got I got lost in some little nook of the Apple Store, and uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's all right now.
1: I was I was ensconced in this nook. I was very much so. No, I um, I completely forgot that this was happening today. Knew it. I bloody
3: knew it. Daniel <laughs> Moore. Um, I may
1: have, I may day. have got a little overexcited in realizing that because it's Easter Sunday, I didn't have work, which meant I may or may not have gone out last night. Ah. And, um, yeah, feeling a little worse for wear. Not going to lie, but here we Christ go. We're here. Christ wasn't let's the only one who rose get this from the dead. On the road.
2: I've
4: do. done a couple things like that. It's uh, it's quite an adventure. Yeah. We um, we've done it a few times as bonus content for our show, uh, exclusively with uh, movies where um, young girls from the city move out to a ranch to <laughs> save their family's <laughs> ranch, uh, and they like befriend horses and have to like you know win a race or whatever yeah, in amazing. order to make sure their ranch doesn't get foreclosed. Yeah. It's a terrible genre, and there's hundreds of them. Really? And, uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, a, a oh, I want to watch one now.
1: <laughs> can you can you
0: recommend us some titles? Oh, you can absolutely yeah, um... predict you
1: can. I, I, I can already think about the plot for most of these. It must be something <laughs> along the lines of girl goes back, realizing that actually she gets for the first week on the farm. She's like, oh my god, I hate it. It's so great, you know. There's there's no phones or malls or things. There's a large, muscly, white guy. <laughs>
0: with like long brown hair. <laughs> well,
1: I was thinking more, but actually it turns out that when she was she was mucking out one of the stables and she has like an encounter with one of these horses and she ends up really liking this horse and then she has the the, the kind of the old the, the person who owns the ranch so, oh you you should go and try racing one of these horses you see and then she do, she goes for her first race and she doesn't do so well but it's that determination and the cheering that she needs i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna win yeah yeah i'm gonna do it again yeah. and she does and she went and then and then she wins the, the race and she also wins
0: the heart of the muscly man yeah there you go. Who, who she bumped into once in the stables with yeah. his top off and he
4: didn't realize that she was there
1: she mistook oh. it she was looking for the horse yeah. and, was like, and then she found one yeah
4: but not the one she was looking for <laughs> Yeah, that's that's not that far off, honestly. Amazing. There's usually also an element of it where it's like there's a, a single parent involved and like the kid comes with the single parent and doesn't want to be there, uh, but the kid ultimately ends up being the one who saves the ranch. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I'm now imagining uh... like the movie poster for this and it's Dan is the mustly topless man. Yeah. <laughs> this girl comes across you, like you see the back of the girl's head and like, or maybe like her mouth, co- uh, a hand coming to her mouth like, <gasps> Yeah. and then you're like mucking <laughs> at that stable. Or
1: and... it's just me in the background and it's my head photoshopped onto the top of like a Shetland pony. Like something really, like a really small kind of. <laughs> um, I should also say, because that was a glorious moment that you'll hear in the audio where my voice just completely broke midway through me trying to say the word pony. I've been, I've been singing <laughs> Basically, all day yesterday mm. and all day today, as part of being up at Homerton College for their tour, and it's just it's shot my voice to pieces. We're taking such <laughs> big music, and we don't break. And we, you know, it's like you ten till, your voice till does. To, yeah, ten till five thirty each day. So I apologise, uh, readers, if, uh, well, if what what I now want to talking. do based
0: on this discussion is write a movie about a horse from the city that goes back <laughs> to the human village.
1: Yeah, you where you're, well, you're big. that's nearly almost Madagascar, isn't it?
0: I've not actually seen Madagascar.
1: It's hilarious because King Julian is in it, voiced by Sacha Baron Cohen. I saw Sacha Baron Cohen. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. He makes those films. He's so, yeah, he's so funny. Very, very exciting times. So thank you so much. And Dan appreciates you so much that
0: he's now, wait, where are you going, Dan? I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to go have a shower and then leg it to the
1: cathedral.
3: I do love (laughs) that we appreciate you so much. And now yeah. I'm off. And yeah, sh-
1: yeah, it's really, really great. Shirking See my you. duties. <laughs> Terrible. But yes, I've I've got to, I've got to leg it because I've, uh, I've massively f- it today. Um, so wish me luck, basically.
0: Very good. Okay, right. Well, nice, nice of you to join us for our, our podcast, Dan.
3: Yeah, guys, um... thanks
1: for having me. Um, it's been really nice.
3: In fact, can uh, someone just? All you have to do to change me into Dan is just remove the glasses and turn the hair ginger. So That's I think we it. should just change the Wikicast logo for this episode.
0: For this one episode. <laughs> yeah.
3: Because <laughs> yeah. in terms of hairstyles, the hair shape is pretty similar.
0: Yeah, pretty similar. I think on. I can do that. <laughs> okay, right. Well, you go off, Dan, and Sarah yes. and I will say thank you to our lovely Patreons.
1: Yes. It was lovely to see you.
3: Bye. It's a podcast. Bye. I haven't
1: seen you. I can see you on the... I saw you on the webcam for a little bit. Uh, all right, you little... Pinicety bit. Yeah, a little okay, right. bit. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you next week. Bye.
0: Oh, thank f he's gone. Okay, God. so. Um Could you hear, hear those
3: out. voices, or was that just in my head?
0: Well, every now and again I get this really annoying high pitched wine that's like kind of Australian in my ears. I just Oh l- no, I learned mine's to
3: more it. formal British.
0: Ah. Uh, well. Is yours a lower pitched wine?
3: Mine's more of a kind of like Oh yeah, I'm here and uh, I've got this Wild West thing that I think everyone needs to watch.
0: Is is, is that David Attenborough recommending series on Netflix?
3: It does sound like that, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) However, the best part of the Wikicast is, and always has been, you, our listeners. We look forward to your correspondence every single week, not least because sometimes your emails result in gold, like, well, this.
1: The urine of poop. Oh, the urine and poop of cows also considered to have medicinal and antibacterial properties. Sorry,
0: the urine of poop.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got a little ahead of myself there.
0: I'm sorry, that really caught me. The urine, yeah, I mean, the urine of poop. Yeah, I mean
1: the urine of poop.
0: It's it's like if you asked a four-year-old to come up with the most (laughs) most, most disgusting thing you could think of, the the (laughs) urine of poop. (laughs) That's lovely. Sorry, carry on.
1: (laughs) The urine and poop of cows are also considered to have medicinal and antibacterial properties. Hindus (laughs) use... (laughs) (laughs) Hindus use cows during... Oh, no. Oh, God, I've completely gone. Hindus use cow's dung a lot, especially in rural areas. We have an email here from Megan. Uh, she says, Dear Sirs, I'm trying to remain Switzerland on the name debate because I firmly believe it should either be Dan and Simon or Clark and Moore, depending on how you're being addressed. Uh, there was a segment on Radio 1 earlier this week which featured translations of English songs into other languages, which I thought was perfect for the Wikicast given your always at- um, entertaining attempts at speaking in foreign languages. And Dutch Barbie Girl was a- was a particular favourite of mine. Well, this might have interested-
0: to be... <laughs> I quite like the idea of doing this in a future podcast, trying to sing... Because, yeah. lo- like, uh, Pixel Girl will sing Disney. She listens to Disney, mm. but for the translated version. French and Spanish, yeah. yeah. Um, so hang on, right? Can we both listen to this? If I include us listening to this in the podcast,
1: hang on, I'm gonna to have to play it on my phone. Give me a sec. Uh, it's just an ad. I have gotta wait for. Oh, fuck. Ariana Grande, get out of my face! Get out of here!
0: My name is Mister Wilson, and I'm here to stay. I'm gonna smack your ass in a major, eh? What you doing in my basement, kid? Get out of here! <laughs> get
2: get out, out of here! here. <laughs> right, three,
0: two. One play.
2: Oh fuck's
1: sake! I'm watching the English one. <laughs> oh you! <laughs> I was like, oh this is really funny. <laughs> it's all in English. Oh my god! You idiot! You. <laughs> <coughs> okay, right, got the, I've but, got
0: the Dutch right, one now. Right, we're not going to do that again. That, we've already it up twice. <laughs>
1: Oh, Dutch is hilarious. Give her to to get bent.
0: Also, like, hey, Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a dog bark.
1: Wow, God, it's so pitchy as well. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> wow, that is hilarious. <laughs> no, that's great. Oh, that's on, made, okay. that's brightened my day. To further the uh, the 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 lad titles and the, and the tiers of of uh, ladity, as I'm going to christen it, um, <laughs> there's the priests and then there's the ladity. Yeah, uh, gentlemen, in reference to the um, nascent. Yeah, nascent. What does that mean? Like newly created. Ah, there you go. Learn something every day In reference to the nasal feudal system feudal,
0: The feudal system is now arriving in
1: 1435 Mind the gap <laughs> <laughs> um, System developing for the podcast I quite approve Top lad is definitely roughly equivalent uh, to knight And as far as higher ranks Please consider the following Grand exalted lad Most excellent lad uh, Lad master general And positions below top lad um, Knight of laddom Laddery um, uh, Lad companion and lad I like not lad companion it's like it's like a slight yeah. promotion
0: it's like oh, we, hmm. we found you really moderately entertaining you are now a lad companion as we dub them over yeah. the shoulders yeah. so I'm still thinking uh, about the nasal that, um, feudal system That's so funny. yeah the na- mind the black death now arriving <laughs> in London <laughs> Yes. So, uh, that's interesting. Okay, I need to learn more about India generally, actually, because obviously it's, there's a billion people there, and, you know... Hey! Whoa! Sorry. Jesus!
1: Sorry.
0: That was yeah. an amazing experience. It's all Thank happening. Thank you very
1: much. <clears throat> you sound <throat> like
0: Michael Jackson.
1: God, I think my... Um... Woo! <laughs> I
2: think my... woo Okay.
1: Oh, God, I think my temporal lobe just flew out my left nostril and (laughs) hit the back wall. Yahoo! Goodness. (laughs) Michael, do you want a
2: tissue? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 Just a
0: bunch of idiots laughing at sneezes (laughs) and urine of poop. And then, finally the fanfictions. I know you've been waiting for this, so to close out the episode, here are some of the best fanfics we've ever received. And, yes, we're including that
1: one. There are so few good things about winter, thought Dan as he stared out his window, admiring the evening sunset, whilst a cool breeze touched his forehead and ruffled his hair. (laughs) The sky was rippling with pinks and reds, the perfect backdrop for the evening. Dan had been waiting all night... Wait, no, hang on. Dan can't read. Dan had been waiting for this <laughs> night all week. As Dan returned from the... Again, Dan can't read. As Dan retreated from the window and continued to baste the chicken he was preparing for dinner. cranky. <laughs> he heard the familiar sound of a key in a lock. That must be Simon, thought Dan. Although I so wish he had come... It had some form of... Oh God. That was oh my uh, God. Freud yeah, there. don't mind like
0: this being poorly written. It's poorly read.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, I'm just, yeah. <clears throat> to be In my, in my defence, it's the the text is rather small on my screen and because it's a it's an image I can't make it any bigger um, Ah,
0: common problem one in five here we go
1: okay let's, let's go again
0: it's something about, he wished that I'd come
1: yeah oh god no <laughs> next next <laughs> cashier number two please although I so wish he had some form of whistling to signify that he, it is in fact him and not an intruder when Simon entered the kitchen Dan's world transformed exactly everything felt brighter safer more comforting Simon's <laughs> presence was a beacon of light in Dan's life Simon said Dan I'm preparing the chicken for tonight's dinner. It should be a glorious meal. Again, it's just a kind of normal informal tone that I have with my housemate. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: You, uh, you know I'm a vegetarian, said Simon, in a tone that he often holds when talking about his thesis. Oh
0: my god, I was literally about to say those exact words. That is mm, freaky, yeah, he's Eric. got you. Okay, right.
1: Um, I just thought that tonight you might want some meat. It's been so- Oh god. It's been so long <laughs> since you've gorged on any... I've made this cock oh, yeah. of vin, especially for you. Although there is an issue. Yeah, <laughs> for sake. I love um, it. Okay, this is really funny. Um, yes, Simon replied, hesitantly. I, I seem to have drunk all the vin, sighed Dan, who felt his head spinning, but this wasn't entirely the fault of the wine. So we're just gonna have cock tonight, Simon said, hesitantly. <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> Prepare to feast yourself on my marvellous cock. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, God, I'm sweating. What's going on? Simon could smell the wine on Dan and noticed he'd spilt some near the crotch of the dungarees he was wearing. <laughs> he knows I want dungarees. Amazing. Dan, you've spilt wine on you, Simon moaned. Take those off and I'll wash it out before it stains. Oh, no. I'm not sure I can read this.
0: Yeah, I, I think you need Dan to.
1: removed the... Right, here we go, <clears throat> come on, brave fest, brave, stiff, stiff, stiff up a not just that, Dan removed the dungarees with the same grace as snake had when shedding their skin. he could feel he could feel the cool win, um, winter's evening breeze on his legs now in that moment of coldness, he wanted nothing more than to cuddle Simon to keep warm. There are some why. good things about winter, Dan I thought d- I, I don't
0: know why but I was expecting you to say he was he felt the the cool breeze caressing his naked butt cheeks like you were just oh, you were naked underneath yeah. the
1: dungarees. just standing there. <laughs> Just as Dan handed Simon the garment, there was a knock on the door. "'Are you expecting anyone?' asked Simon. "'No, are you, old bean?' Simon went and opened the door, and the dungarees in hand. Standing in front of them was a man. He was built like a hat-stand, and tall and thin. (laughs) Upon him was a shabby coat, and sitting on his nose a pair of oversized glasses. "'Are you Simon Clark?' he asked. "'Yes,' Simon replied, unsure of the man's intentions. "'What's Dan done now?' thought Simon. In that moment, the man's eyes brightened, and his attention was immediately piqued. "'I hear you solve crimes that the police can't,' the man said. "'That's true. Are you here on business?' "'Yes. My world-famous cricket bat has disappeared. "'I suspect foul play.' (laughs) "'It's priceless. (laughs) Can you help me locate it?' you better come in,' Simon told him. "'The man followed Simon into the lounge where Dan was sat "'on a leather wing-back armchair, lighting a pipe. "'How may we be of service?' (laughs) Dan asked.' (laughs) To be continued. <laughs> Amazing. That was funny. Oh that God. was properly
0: funny. I, oh, I like that, Eric. Well
1: done. That is, that is gold.
0: I have to pass over to Dan for our hecking ruddy fanfic.
1: Very exciting.
0: Okay, I'll close the tab. This is all over to you, Daniel.
1: Now, do you want to read your lines in your voice and treat it like a script? Because it is a dialogue between the two of us.
0: Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Right, we'll do it that way.
1: Dear Fan and fic, just as pro- just as promised, I've written a fanfic. However, I should mention that there's a twist. All of the dialogue is from the quote section of the Wikicast Discord. For those who don't know, this is a section in the Discord where we quote anything anyone says that's either strange or embarrassing. When I say all of the dialogue, I mean all of it. Oh, it gets pretty God. weird. Find the fanfic PDF attached to this email. Also, if you're reading this on the this week's podcast, I will have finished my first exam and I have five more to go. Wish me luck. P.S. Good luck, there will George. not be a sequel. Kind regards. Hacking ready George
0: of course in in Comic Sans and there's various colours yes absolutely other than that
1: best of luck George here we go Hacking ready fanfic we begin
0: oh my god here we go
1: two men Simon and Dan were sitting on opposite sides of the room staring at one another they had just had an argument about what they should talk about in their next broadcast to the members of their cult the Wikicast readership Simon was the taller of the two. He looked like Ben Swolo, if Ben Swolo really (laughs) liked Hello Internet merchandise, and had unexplained gaps in his eyebrows. Simon had recently finished his PhD thesis titled Why It Was Cold This March. This meant that his official title was Doctor, however he insisted on everyone calling him Baguette Daddy. (laughs) Dan, on the other hand, was a small man.
0: That's in quotation. Just as as an aside, (laughs) I,
1: uh, I object to that being a quotation. I can confirm I am a male.
0: I've not seen your, your penis. I, I don't know. I, I don't have a okay, definitive proof.
1: Get. That's going to be on the quotes, presumably.
0: Yeah, that'll be in a future episode of this.
1: Amazing. Amazing. Dan, on the other hand, was a small man. He looked like a toddler who had stolen his clothes from a middle-aged man who shops at M&S. <laughs> wow. Ha <laughs> ha! Thanks, mate. Thanks, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's terribly kind of you. He looked like a cross between Harry Potter, Klaus Baudelaire, a light bulb, an o- overinflated balloon on a short piece of string, and brains from Thunderbirds. Yes. He sat, curled up in a ball in the corner of a chair next to a bucket of tea. Dan was very angry with Simon. Simon <laughs> insisted that the baguette memes had gone stale and had no place in the Wikicast. Dan had the complete opposite opinion and wanted to passively ag- passive-aggressively signal this to Simon by glaring at him. However, while glaring at him, Dan noticed how tight Simon's Hello Internet t-shirt was. His nipples were far too visible for Dan's liking. Dan stared at Simon's nipples. Simon's nipples stared back. This bothered Dan so much he stood up and marched across the room, ready to rant about Simon's provocative nipples. However, just as he was about to start his rant, he glanced at Simon's laptop. He was scrolling through pages and pages of pictures of wheelie bins. Dan Dan looked at Simon with worry in his eyes. Wheelie bins are the new furries Simon said proudly Dan was both concerned and confused Simon stood up and re- ready to defend himself Only to reveal a cactus he was sat on
0: Why have I got all this dialogue? Uh, <clears throat> I really like the feeling of cactus on my ass,"
1: Simon proclaimed defensively
0: I really need to think about words Before I say them out of my mouth
1: He added <laughs> You can never go wrong with a dildo Dan said jokingly Trying to diffuse the awkwardness
0: it's not gay if it's just a baguette.
1: Simon replied. Suddenly, Dan ran out of the this room. This is a terrible his idea. His, idea. We are his only giant feeding. head wobbled around as he tattered out <laughs> through the door. Simon was shocked. Was it something he'd said? Surely not. He followed Dan upstairs and found him in the bathroom. Dan was sat on the floor with his hands over his face. Simon tapped him on the shoulder to get his <laughs> attention. Dan looked up and said apologetically, I got sexually aroused, so I had to leave. Simon understood immediately suddenly they heard a voice from the shower what is could... this
0: george what the f- have you done this is like a
1: bad bot wrote us a fan fiction this is bizarre suddenly is they heard so a noise weird. from the shower and could see a silhouette of a man through the frosted glass they could hear a voice it sounded like danny dyer yes you do have to do a danny dyer impression um did you just call me a crackhead the voice shouted <laughs> I, I, I feel like he's naked for some reason," Dan said anxiously. Simon nervously opened the door to the shower. It was indeed Danny of Dyer. Of course it was, and he was indeed naked.
0: Of course he was. Yeah.
1: Dan looked up and down at Danny Dyer's naked body, and then said, up to, Said then looked up to Simon and said, "We're just watching porn, and I'm okay with that." Simon also looked at Danny Dyer and said in an, an unusually high-pitched voice,
0: "That is a tick that's going in many directions."
1: Then <laughs> coughed and apologetically said.
0: My voice goes up by about seven octaves when I'm about to bust a nut.
1: Dan <laughs> What looked. he fully what? understood.
2: <gasps> what we the wrath of my
1: gooch, Danny Dyer proclaimed. You up for a freesome. With no hesitation, Simon eagerly replied. Right! I'm going to get naked. Dan seemed less keen. Why the sudden penis? he asked. <laughs> I can't finish off anything larger than nine inches. Oh my god. <laughs> Dan's lack of enthusiasm greatly angered Danny Dyer <laughs> and so he pulled out a laser gun from somewhere and shouted I'll f***ing rush you mate get out of the bathroom dickhead I'll shoot you mate I drink a pint of milk every day Dan said <laughs> puffing could, out his chest confidently. I can
0: so see you using that as a macho line like I'll f***ing rush you mate mate <laughs> the, uh... I drink a pint of milk every day
1: <laughs> just to give you what's, what's about to happen I'll fucking rush you mate get out of my bathroom dickhead I'll shoot you mate I drink a pint of milk every day, Dan said, puffing out his chest confidently. Danny Dyer shot Dan, who then fell to the ground. (laughs) I'm getting killed by giants, Dan whimpered. Just f***ing die, it's not that hard. Simon shouted at Dan as he stepped into the shower. Dan looked up at Simon and with his last words said, I don't like being killed. I'm sad now. It's a little bit frustrating. Simon looked at Dan sprawled across the floor. The rest of this story has been left uh, as an exercise for the reader. What just happened? That was a fever dream and yeah, wow. I'll, that gave so this is actually the perfect way to to tie in. Um if you're a if you're a kind of an avid reader of the podcast and you'd like to learn a bit more about what the Discord uh, group <laughs> is about. This is basically it all the time. Yeah. Um, it's pretty much. just it's just insane. It's a great place, but it's also can, an insane Can we place. can we
0: please give that a reverse round of applause? What the f was that, George? I hope everyone's ready because this is about to go into the meme hall of fame. I think I get the very distinct impression. So I'm going to be reading to you the prologue The Road to Avaland. It was a glorious late spring morning on the road to Avaland. The winds of magic were drifting up from the south in a gentle breeze, and the sun was beaming down on two travelers: Simon von Clark Tholomew, War Priest of the Empire. I'm so happy. <laughs> this is so cool. Oh my god, I'm such a nerd, but this is awesome. <laughs> And Daniel of Mormonheim, apprentice imperial battle mage. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're right.
0: Uh, no, I'm not okay. This is too oh, it's too much. Keep going. <laughs> I'll just sit here and squeal. We're deep in a heated discussion about the finer points of modern Bretonian choral music. I'm telling you. I, I, so, how are we going to distinguish our voices here? Cause like you are, I'm. You can I'm, be a deeper voice than me because you. I mean, okay, yeah. I'm. I think I'm meant to be like a kind of a hero if I'm like a war priest of the empire, and you're like an apprentice. So if I do you as like normal, and I do yeah. me as like a booming voice. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm telling you, canticles are far too negative in general. You need a good canicle to properly extol the glory of the gods, Simon of Pint. <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing. I'm not even past the first paragraph. Oh, my
2: God. Okay, okay,
0: here we go. That's utter nonsense. You clearly never... Good morning to you, kind (laughs) sirs! The two looked up in alarm. They had been so involved in their debate that they had both been ignoring their surroundings. Ahead of them, at the side of the road, a tinker sat next to a battered wooden cart that had clearly seen better days. The cart had been unhitched from a donkey, which was grazing by the side of the road. "'How may we be of service?' Dan replied, regaining his composure and nudging Simon sharply with his elbow. The priest looked sheepish as he lowered the warhammer that he had grabbed from his back yeah. and when the tinker hailed them. <laughs> "'I thought it was an orc!' Simon muttered under his breath. Dan had to try very hard not to roll his eyes at Simon for the sheer stupidity of that comment. But seriously, he thought to himself, "'What orc shouts a friendly hello before attacking?' "'And instead focused his attention back on the tinker?' <laughs> Oh, my God. I don't suppose you gentlemen are heading towards Averheim. My cart's thrown a wheel, and it's the nearest place with a wainwright. Alas not, Simon replied. We're on an urgent journey to Salsfurt, and we don't have time to make a detour. Salsfurt, the old man queried. I'll warn ye, I've just come from that direction myself, and there's strange goings-on in them parts. Oh, I think it's meant to be West Country. There's talk of strange folk abroad. <laughs> Oh, such as? So now he's West Country. Livestock gone missing. Terrible noises overnight. All sorts of howling and screaming. You ask me, there's a demon haunting the village. I arrived yesterday and left as soon as I could this morning. Left me proper unsettled, it did. Excellent! Simon exclaimed. It's no jest, Tinker glared at Simon. Simon scrambled for an apology. Oh, no. Sorry. I didn't. I just meant if you only left this morning, then we must be close. Forgive my companion We have been on the road for six days And weariness appears to have made us forget our courtesy I'm Daniel, an apprentice at the Yellow College in Altdorf This here is Simon von Clark Tholomew Priest of the Empire Rumours of demonic activity in Salzfurt Reached Altdorf a week ago And so our masters dispatched us to investigate As Simon said, we're in some haste to reach the village But it would be our pleasure to assist you with your cart if we can Priest of the Empire? Well then, good to meet you Name's Tom, myself No offence Mr. David I never met a wizard before Always thought you'd be taller (laughs) (laughs) Nice I like it Alas Most of the rest of them are Dan thought to himself A fact that other apprentices Love to remind him of frequently As they (laughs) could (laughs) Tom continued As for the cart I caught a rock And the left wheels come loose Think I cracked the axle as well Not sure there's much A couple of city types Like yourselves can do to help Again No offence But you don't look like The sorts you know how To get your hands dirty You never know. We might surprise you, Dan thought. He was just about to say as much when Simon cut him off. God's willing, all things are possible, Simon proclaimed, reaching for his hammer again. (laughs) 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 I'll fix this. Um, Dan had a sudden sinking feeling in the pit of his stomach. Simon, wait, he called out, but the priest was already striking towards the cart. In the name of the Empire, Simon cried out, swinging the hammer sideways with a two-handed grip. (laughs) <laughs> Last Time for another intervention Again Time seemed to slow to a crawl As Dan opened his mind To the winds of magic He reached tendrils of awareness Out to the cart And found the Tinker's assessment Was correct The wheel was loose But that wasn't the imminent problem In fact the hammer blow Would probably have fixed the cart If the wheel was the only problem However the axle was cracked down the middle And any additional impact Would almost certainly split it in two Dan ran through his options. A spell of healing would be no good, the wood was already dead, and that level of green magic was beyond his ability. He could transmute the axle into iron, but wood was a terrible target for alchemy. And anyway, the crack would still be there, and the impending force would shatter it completely. Although, sorry. because <laughs> That was my spell. <laughs> Although, if he could somehow harness that force instead. Drawing more deeply on the winds of magic, Dan rapidly placed a spell of adhesion along the crack in the wood. He hoped this would work. His awareness was so deeply fixed on the axle that he, felt rather than, that he felt rather than saw the blow when it landed. With the impact ringing through the cart, the air, and his head, he cast an enchantment of containment around the entire surface of the axle. Letting go of the magic, Dan staggered back and blinking opened his eyes to survey the results of his frantic spellcasting. Simon was stood next to the car, leaning on his Simon was stood next to the cart, even Leaning on his hammer and admiring the wheel Which, as Dan had hoped, had been straightened up And looked securely attached Tom's donkey was no longer grazing by the roadside Instead, nervously standing alert with nostrils flared Dan wasn't sure if it had been more upset by the hammer blow Or the magic it sensed But at least it hadn't run off My cart! What have you done to my cart? Tom cried, throwing up his hands in despair With the blessings of the gods and my holy hammer I have fixed it! Simon proclaimed, slapping the newly straightened wheel for emphasis. You may have fixed the wheel, but you split the axle, Tom wailed as he knelt down to have a look. I'll report you to the guard for this. Look here, it's all... Wait, what? But how? Tom trailed off as he examined the cart more closely. I love this. I'm like going in like a blunt object and you're coming in and fixing my mistakes. (laughs) Like, subtly. Um... Still swaying slightly from his exertion, Dan reached out with his tendril of magic, much more cautiously than before. Amazingly, his frantic plan appeared to have worked. The spell of adhesion was sealing up the crack, while the enchantment of containment had held the force of the hammer blow inward and was now compressing the axle like a clamp. The enchantment would wear off in a few hours, but by then the adhesion should be well and truly set. As I said, by the power of the gods, your cart is fixed, Simon exclaimed. Dan kept quiet. He knew from experience there was no point trying to disillusion Simon. This is... It is known. He'd also learnt that rumours <coughs> and enhanced reputation amongst the locals often opened more doors than official paperwork in remote parts of the Empire, such as this. "'Oh, gods be praised! "'Tis a miracle!' Tom's demeanour had changed completely again, full of reverence and wonder. "'The gods have blessed me this day! "'Sirs, how can I ever repay you for this divine act?' "'No need!' said Simon. "'Piety is its own reward!' <laughs> When you go from this place, tell those you meet of what has occurred here, and they shall know of the god's greatness. The tinker was nodding. I shall, I shall, praise be! With luck I can now make it to Warden by nightfall. He started to get ready to leave, and was soon bustling about, hitching the donkey to the cart. Actually, Dan interrupted before his efforts went completely unrewarded. I don't suppose you have any food you could share with some weary travellers. Magic always made him hungry, and he'd had nothing more than jerky, biscuits, and hard cheese for the last few days. Freed all I've got is an apple. I had a bag full, but Alfier ate the rest, he said, patting the donkey on the head. I was going to pick up more supplies in Salisbury, but left in such an hurry. No worries. An apple sounds great right now, Dan said. Well, I've only got the one, so you'll have to share, but you're welcome to it. Thank you very much! <laughs> Thank you very much, that's very kind of you, Simon said, taking the apple. May the gods grant you safe passage on the roads ahead! And the same to you, Tom said, climbing up onto the cart. With the gods on your side, you'll have no problem sorting out that demon in Salzford. With a creak, the cart headed off down the road. Dan could still hear the old tinker burbling about blessings from the gods as he disappeared around a corner and out of sight. Oh my god. Hang on. <coughs> "'Well, I thought that went pretty well, all things considered,' Dan said. "'Now about that apple, should we go halves?' he asked. "'Like I told the old man, piety is its own reward. "'You shouldn't have asked for any payment,' Simon replied. "'Oh, come on, it's just an apple, and besides, I'm starving.' "'There was a brief pause when the priest thought about it. "'No! I work to deliver messages of God's power and might to the common folk of the Empire, "'and I will not have them give up their hard-earned possessions in exchange for my services.' Since you have robbed an honest man of food without payment, I shall make this apple a sacrifice to the gods. Dan, oh. Dan gaped in disbelief. I assume he mean Dan gasped in disbelief. <coughs> it was hardly... No, like without...
1: gaped, as in Dan, I like, dr- I jaw drop. Oh, that kind of gape. Yeah. It was hardly without payment <laughs> since we fixed this card. so
0: that was my immediate <laughs> You just. That's better. You were so astonished that your arse just hang open. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Okay. (laughs) Well done. It was hardly without payment since we fixed his cart. The gods fixed his cart, and thus to Sigma I shall give what is Sigma's due. (laughs) Oh my god. Simon said putting the apple on the ground and picking up his hammer again. (laughs) Dan still couldn't believe the stubbornness of his traveling companion, but at least this was a situation he knew how to deal with. As the priest swung his hammer overhead towards the doomed piece of fruit, Dan plucked a breath of magic from the gently flowing tide and cast it towards the descending hammer. This at least was easy, he thought. The magisters of the Yellow College weren't called metal wizards for nothing. There was a dull metallic thud as the hammer landed square on the apple. As Simon lifted his weapon, Dan released the magic and briefly glimpsed a sharp, axe-like blade at the head of the warhammer before the metal rippled and flowed like mercury back to its original blunt form. Thankfully for Dan, Simon saw none of this. He was instead staring at the apple in front of him, which now lay in two neat, gently rocking halves. He peered at his hammer, perplexed, and then went back to contemplating the fruit. Simon continued to stare in silence for a long moment, then said, The gods have decided that you may have half an apple! (laughs) How very benevolent of them, Dan remarked, picking up one of the apple halves and taking a bite. Now, come on, are you going to stand there all day? We've got work to do. Without looking to see if the priest was following, Dan turned and continued walking down the road towards Avaland. Simon was still there for a moment more, then slung his hammer across his back, picked up the remaining half of the apple, took a contemplative bite, and followed the wizard down the road. And then they fked! <laughs>
2: That's literally what it says. <laughs>
1: That's David. Absolutely outstanding. I cannot. I can't even begin to explain how how much joy I was in listening to that. Wow, that was awesome. <laughs>
0: and now dear readers it is the long awaited return and believe me we've both been looking forward to this uh, to fan fiction uh, and Hannah Muller um, uh, Hannah who has done so much for this podcast and uh, you know you are an also contender for Archbishop of Banterbury it's got to be said um, in fact we could probably have mm. co-archbishops I don't see why we can't mm. um, uh, she has she has written in with the time traveller with the extraordinarily big forehead chapter 6 uh, which is the long running um, series we have about you now correct me if I'm wrong you are a time traveler which I found in the woods whilst I was running and I took you home Mm -hmm. and you have announced to me that you are a time traveler and Mm -hmm. now we're trying to like make make sense of everything I I think that was where we are is that right? yes okay so Hannah's email says dear Simon and Dan I have once again found the time to write another chapter it's up to you to decide whether that's good or bad and I apologise that there isn't much happening this time but I hope you'll enjoy it anyways I didn't really find time to properly proofread it because I have Latin music and German exams coming up this week so excuse any mistakes non est ad astra mollis e teres vida uh, that's ooh not going to the stars and staying on earth or something like that I'm going to google translate that something like that That's that's my stab-in-the-dark translation. Uh, Let's have a look. There is no easy way from Earth to the stars. Oh, I like that. It's Seneca. Seneca. Well, hopefully for your prose, we will find it. Uh, She has, however, added a postscript. I felt so uncomfortable writing this because it involves a bit of smut and it made me feel like a 10-year-old fangirl pretending to be married to Justin Bieber. What a weird comparison. Oh, my God. So I am... Oh, God, well, brace yourselves, everyone. I am now going to uh, turn off my screen. I am going to kick back and listen, cue the music, because here comes
1: the time traveller with the extraordinarily large forehead, chapter 6. Simon couldn't fall asleep that night. He was lying in bed, restlessly, a million different thoughts crossing his mind. He'd had a long conversation with Daniel this evening and got to know him a lot better than he did before. Even though Simon was sure the stranger, who wasn't so much of a stranger anymore, was telling the truth, he couldn't feel that Daniel was hiding something when it came to the reason his parents had kicked him out of the house, for he didn't want to upset the young man even more. He'd been through enough for the past few days that there was probably a good reason he kept this from Simon, who just hoped the not-so-stranger would be okay. He seemed to be in a pretty bad shape before going to bed after the long conversation the two of them had had previously. He was a rhombus. Simon started feeling tired. (laughs) Beg your pardon? He was a rhombus. Great, well done, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not Simon of that started <laughs> feeling... Yeah, great. No, you shouldn't be. Get in the shed. Simon started feeling tired and had almost fallen asleep when he heard a quiet knock on the door of his room. He was immediately awake and almost scared to death until he remembered that Daniel was kind of living in his flat now because he couldn't just kick the young man out and let him live on the streets, right? But he'd have to think about that for some other time because he got up and quickly opened the door to find the, the quite short man, thanks very much, standing <laughs> in front of him, wearing a shirt and pants that looked almost looked almost ridiculous because they belonged to Simon and were far too loose for the tiny body Daniel had. God, it's just all praise <laughs> coming my way. Thanks very hey, much, like Hannah. Hey, it, like it. it's wrong. If you were to wear my clothes, it would look ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's not necessarily because I have a... T- well, f- it. Never mind. Never mind. Ah, <laughs> S- uh, it gets better. It gets better, everybody. Sir, Daniel said, <laughs> trying to stop his voice from shaking. What's up? Simon responded, still wide awake from the shock he just experienced. I... I was having nightmares, so I couldn't sleep, and I was wondering if I... Simon interrupted him. Sure, come in, it's fine. Awkwardly, Dan followed him into the room, which contained a desk with some black machine on it, a chair, a closet, some shelves, and the bed to the two men were now sitting on. There was an uncomfortable silence, and the both of them could feel the tension building up until Simon finally disrupted it by carefully putting a hand on his back and asking him if it was all right. I feel... I'm sweating. <laughs> 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 I'm starting to sweat quite a lot. This, I, I think
0: I can tell where this is going. Um... Yeah, oh, God. here we go. Here we go, boys. It's it's going to
1: happen. Uh, oh. I'm in fact feeling much better now, Daniel answered, his voice still shivering a bit, not because he was scared, but because of Simon's hand on his back. <laughs> Unable to hold back the longing for closeness, he slowly leaned towards the tall man until his head reached Simon's broad shoulder.
2: Oh, God, here we go.
1: There was a moment of hesitation, but a few fr- seconds later, Daniel fell... M- oh, God. <laughs> Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Daniel found himself in strong arms, finally feeling warm and safe again. The two of them (laughs) laid down on the bed, still hugging closely. Dan turned around, now facing Simon, feeling a breeze from his breath touching his cheeks. Is this okay? The tall man asked, the tiny one. Still not sure what he was feeling in this situation. (laughs) Very okay. Oh, God. Sorry, I'm just going to get a little bit closer to the microphone. Locking eyes, the two brought their faces closer together and just oh. before their lips touched, Daniel remembered why he was here and now that he should not be doing this, but he banished these thoughts from his head and focused only on the handsome man who was lying in bed with him. Finally, they brought their faces a little closer together and their lips touched softly. Oh. Simon thought about pulling back for a moment or two, but then the, um, but then decided to enjoy the moment and not think about the consequences his actions may have. The kiss became more intense and the tiny man... <laughs> the tiny man? I'm sorry. <laughs> The tiny man ran his hand through his hair and gently touched Simon's back after he'd removed his shirt. Oh, Jesus, Hannah! God, oh,
2: good, good, God!
1: Oh, um, uh, oh, good God! Uh, I feel a little bit uh, sick. Okay, I'm. I don't think I can read the rest.
0: No, come on, man! We're gonna make it through this. I, I don't think I can do it.
1: Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna, f-ing power through. Ready? Okay, there we go. This is all gonna go. This, the rest of this is gonna be in one breath. <laughs> oh my God the kiss became more intense and the tiny man ran his hand through their hair and they gently touched Simon's back which removed his shirt at the same time Daniel did the same so he could feel the tall man's heartbeat when he touched the muscular te-
2: chest oh, Dan-
1: pulling down on top of him Simon lay down on his back without parting their lips the tiny man started breathing heavily which turned them on even more he took Daniel's pants off and threw them on the floor oh. followed by his own ones oh only wearing his boxers, they were making out almost furiously, but Daniel couldn't quite stop thinking about the reason he didn't want to sleep in his room tonight. The nightmare, story, the nightmare story hadn't been completely made up, but it was definitely missing some important pieces of truth. Even though the recent events were troubling, he didn't want to worry about them right now, and when Simon carefully removed the tiny man's underwear, he focused only on the, pre- oh. only on the present and started moaning quietly when Simon started kissing <laughs> his neck, his chest, and then to continued to move downwards. <laughs> no! Is that over? The end. That's it. Oh, Hi. God, Hannah! See Hannah, why?! <laughs> Hannah, what have you done? Ugh. I mean Ugh. In In Hannah's defence, I'm fairly sure that there one of either uh, both of us at some point have said the smuttier the better. Yeah. So she's only following orders. Good God, well that's so, what the Nazis wow. said. Jesus. Non est adastra mollis a terra via. Jesus.
0: Oh my god. I've, I was, <sighs> you know I was worried then. I thought you were gonna say, in Hannah's defence, I have got a bit of a chub right now and I was just gonna be
1: like, this podcast um, is over. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna do no, this anymore. No, Whatever the opposite of a chuck, my penis has gone back inside me. That's this is that this is the is opposite of an here. erection. Oh, god, I do feel a tiny yeah. bit sick. Yeah, I've I'm very sweaty.
0: Oh. oh, god, I'd honestly forgotten how awkward that one was. I'm so sorry, Hannah, for making you do that. Thank you for listening to this best of episode. I can't speak for Dan, but for me at least, creating the Wikicast and seeing the community form around it over the past year has been the most rewarding thing I think I've ever done online. For some reason, you guys latched on to Dan and I. You thought we were entertaining, engaging or quite possibly just an anthropological oddity but whatever the reason i'm so glad that you chose to come with us on this journey and that you formed this amazing community it's been so much fun you guys as a community have been so supporting and motivating of each other and of us and this podcast has been a fantastic excuse to continue my friendship with dan even after i moved out you guys have given to me i think more than i have given to you so I am in your debt. And as long as you'll keep listening, we will keep trying to pay back that debt with more episodes of dubious quality and entertainment value. I hope, eventually, that we make it up to you. Because you're the best. Thank you for listening, and join us again for another tumble down the wiki rabbit hole. We'll see you next week. Baguette. Happy?